0: A sicker, sadder world. A
1: podcast
0: where we're over, and we rewatched our anime. So I really saw how your night was going to go last night because originally we were going to record this episode last night, and but Brittany and I both had other things we had to do first, and your thing was like. Going out to catch up with a friend at a bar, but we can totally record after. And then when we, when we both were like, "Oh, let's just record in the morning," I was like, "We'll see how that goes for Brittany." No,
1: I I did a lot of manual labor, and I think that that dehydrated me. Like I haven't seen myself sweat. It was like definitely that. the labor. <laughs> yeah,
0: not all of the alcohol that you poured into your system.
1: They're very connected. Uh, I did a lot of manual labor yesterday. I installed an air conditioner. I returned these really heavy things and had to go upstairs and downstairs. And We get it. your butch. We get it, <laughs> Brittany.
0: This is... You don't have to hurt yourself to prove this.
1: When I was carrying the air conditioner upstairs, I couldn't, like, feel my body anymore. And I realized that, like, so I've been rewatching the real world road rules challenges. And sometimes when I'm like, come on, like more, I realized um, maybe they can't maybe, maybe no more. Maybe your body at some point is just
0: like, no, so, I forget. So I you forget schlepped that. your way to empathy for, for the contestants of the real world road rules challenge. Yeah. I'm. Uh, that uh, It's funny that that's where your mind went, like. Not like, oh, wow, firefighters or people who are doing good for humanity are are really, it's quite a physical feat. It's like, wow, when they're trying to get the, like, whatever the fuck (laughs) they get into the basket while swimming across some beautiful place. Exactly. Yeah, that's where it went. I can't help
1: where my mind went, but I'm very much in pain. I was sweating a lot, and then I also had to install the air conditioner while I was sweating a lot.
0: Not to downplay your pain, but you want to know what else is happening? One of your friends is having a child. Wow, you're really just trying to steal my thunder there. Yes, I just got a text that the friend who had invited me to come to her labor just went into labor. So I'm going to go over there after work today. But yeah, I, I, I do feel for you. But I'm just saying it gets better. I know.
1: It's been a hot minute since I've been hungover.
0: And it's like eight. Yeah, this is early to be recording our voices forever. La,
1: la, 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 la La, 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 la This is my style oh, Got to get up oh. Or I might
0: fall.
1: Excuse me Excuse me
0: I've got to Thank yeah. you. Yeah. getting in these recent episodes although this one it kind of seems like it's going to be a jane a story and then it's really and it's really a trent and daria a story that serves jane
1: right I, it was very much a misdirect where you think that it's going to be about trent and daria but then it ends up actually being about jane but then it actually ends up being about trent and daria again very misdirecting were you fooled
0: I was, yeah. I mean, when an episode starts establishing that it's one of the character's birthdays, you definitely think it's going to be about that character. Yeah. And Jane, uh, this isn't surprising, but she's immediately one of those people who, like, super downplays her birthday and is just sort of cynical about it and, like, writes it off as another, like, hallmark holiday that's a capitalist Right.
1: I, yeah. And I also think in general, I mean, if we're going off of what the most recent episode was, which is where she got a bunch of attention, maybe she's kind of like, okay, to be out of the limelight for a hot minute, you know,
0: it is really interesting to see the range of how adult people and I mean, Jane's not an adult, but she she kind of handles her birthday, like some 30 somethings that I know do just very like downplaying it. But I think that secretly they're really into it and hoping that people will pay them attention.
1: Right. I think that they're perhaps when you want to downplay your birthday, maybe there's this fear that if you already convince yourself that it's not important to you, if people don't make it a big deal or buy you presents or show up, then you could be like, yeah, like I said, it's just like not a big deal.
0: But, oh my god, I, I, so I dated care. someone like that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not even going to tell anyone because I, I just don't want to like put anyone out, and who cares? It's just my birthday, but then would be super bummed if nothing happened. I think that's a pretty human way to deal Are with it. Are you crying? No, I just
1: hiccup. Wait, is your friend you? Is <laughs> the person who dated you?
0: I wish, you know, I wish I would treat myself the way I treat people I date sometimes.
1: Wait, what did we do for your birthday this past year. This past year. Oh, we went to the stocking frame.
0: Yeah, we went to the stocking frame. And I did I did a very last minute thing because it is true. I'm not super into like – I don't want people to feel like an obligation to do anything for birthdays because I feel like there's so many birthdays throughout the year. But it is interesting. Like I know, for example, that you – have a birthday that falls at a time that's very inconvenient because it's right around Christmas. And I think for people who grew up with a birthday that like fell during summertime or a holiday vacation, like there is a different bit, a different dynamic of like, oh, I never really got to like have the like normal celebrations around my birthday. And so it is a little bit more special.
1: Yeah, my birthday's two days after Christmas, and um, nobody wants to go out for your birthday or hang out with you two days after Christmas and like three
0: days before New Year's Eve. Right. They're like, there is enough festivity. I have One of my good friends in LA, actually, her birthday is on New Year's Day, which is kind of awesome because she'll typically throw a combo New Year's Eve birthday party. Oh. Yeah. Who is that? My friend Herbie. Herbie. Yeah, actually, Herbie, who I went to high school with and played field hockey with me, and who also is a Patreon supporter. Thanks, Herbie. And also, it's nice because I never forget her birthday. I always think of her on New Year's, and if I'm not, you know, in the same I place. always
1: think of you on New Year's.
0: It's so true. Herbie, shout it's out my to favorite you.
1: favorite Clay Aiken song.
0: <laughs> and then I have to just address, and I know there are some of you out there, I have to address something that, in I mean, I want people to feel special and feel important and loved by the people that they love on their birthday. Like and I, I actually really enjoy birthdays and enjoy celebrating my friends on them. But I got to say it feels like such a, an adult pow- party foul. The people who like get so into it that they they refer to like their birthday month and like create multiple compulsory events for their friends to attend. Like there was this girl in Chicago that I knew who would do that. It would be like weeks out be like, oh, we're doing, you know, a group mani- mani-pedi for my birthday month. And it's just like, nah, girl. You're you're in your late 20s, early 30s now. Like, this is not a cute look.
1: Maybe that's them desperately
0: clinging on. Yeah, like, what what caused that? What What inner, you know, what childhood I... wound? But anyway, if you're someone who really is into embracing a birthday month and feel like you can help me see that it's not inappropriate, go ahead and tweet at us. Unless... Every day of your birthday month, you like gave to charity or something. You did, you gave back. Right, right, right. I could be proven wrong, but happy birthday, Jane. We love you. Um, and if I were Jane's friend, well, I am her friend in real life, but if she would ever call me back, I would totally want to go all out for her birthday. And it feels like Daria, maybe I mean she she has a quiet way of appreciating her friends, but Trent wants Daria's her one friend. (laughs) <laughs> but Trent wants Daria's help to get a present for Jane. By the way, this
1: episode, season two, episode 12, Pierce Me. Oh, that's what it's called. And I, um, so it obviously gave it away a little bit, but I couldn't stop singing the Sixpence, None the Richer song. Pierce so Pierce me.
0: me, under the milky, milky twilight, twilight. Near me. Out on the moon floor.
1: Let's just sing Dream again. That was fun.
0: That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She said Pierce. (laughs) Uh,
1: I did watch Beavis and Butthead do America while stoned over the weekend.
0: God, you are truly a 14-year-old boy.
1: Yeah, and me and Lizzie spent $30 $30 at KFC and Taco Bell.
0: Stop. Oh, my God. I I just finalized my move, and two nights ago did that final schlep of everything out of the old house. And so it's when you have to deal with, like, all the really annoying little things, like cleaning out the fridge. And I can't even tell you how many KFC sauces I threw away from our fridge. Like, and I don't – I've probably had KFC once in the last four years, And it's one friend in particular who every time she comes over, she wants to get KFC. But they were all like, they had all fallen into like the back of the fridge. There was probably 12 KFC sauces.
1: Damn. We asked for all the sauces and they gave us ranch, which obviously upset me
0: because That is horrific. I don't like savory white sauces. I also don't like ranch. I don't know that we've ever talked about this, but I'm glad it's finally come up.
1: However, Cool Ranch Doritos... No, I will get down with. I don't like any
0: Doritos. Really? Not at all. Wow, you are not the 14 year old boy I thought you were. No. Not even stoned. Like, if I were to hypothetically be stoned. Bad experience? Nope. Just, I, like, I just aggressively don't like the taste or texture.
1: I had a bad Doritos experience and I couldn't eat. Nacho cheese Doritos for probably about two years because in college, one night, me and my friend Chase got really, really drunk and we didn't have any food at his apartment. And so we walked barefoot to this Seven Eleven, and I got a huge bag of nacho cheese Doritos and I apparently ate the whole bag that night. Woke up, orange That'll fingers. Do it. Yeah, it was real bad. Threw up a lot. There's a lot of foods that I ruined by overeating while I was drunk or stoned.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm
1: couldn't eat hummus for a while for shame i just got back to eating hummus
0: well (laughs) glad to have you back (laughs) so after we establish that it's jane's birthday we are in the morgendorfer kitchen and quinn calls jake a pain nerd for thinking that the pizza's too hot and then we find out that there is a mother-daughter fashion show that's going to be happening at Lawndale High School. And Quinn is immediately like, but don't worry, it's not going to, like, we're going to put a stop to that. Like, the fashion club doesn't want to have, what what is she say Like, style amateurs. And, like, being very clear that she does not want to pursue this. And I was expecting Helen to be, like, more curious about it. But she was just kind of, from the beginning, very indifferent. Oh really?
1: I found her interested in it or like trying to bait Quinn into asking her if she wants to do it. That's what I got from it.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't I mean, I think throughout the episode, Helen's never the driving force of wanting to do this thing. Like she's always just kind of like going along with it. Either way, it's sort of like Quinn saying that she's gonna make sure it doesn't happen. And then the phone rings, and it is Trent, and Jake answers, and of course he assumes that it's a boy's voice, so he must be calling for Quinn, and hands it over to Quinn, and then everyone is shocked when it's actually for Daria, including Daria herself. We see her blush many times during this episode. Mm -hmm.
1: And then when she goes upstairs to take the phone call, she puts on like this voice. Remember the voice that she made where it was like, could you get me a soda? When she was pretending to be Quinn or when she was like emulating Quinn, she had that same voice when she answered the when she
0: answered the phone upstairs. It's like her male gaze voice. like When she knows. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's this really funny sequence where every time Trent starts to say something, we see a split screen of him in his kitchen and Jane's suspiciously walking by him to get water from the fridge and then walking past again. And clearly she can tell that he's being weird. And so she just stands right next to him until he has to pretend That it's, like, a bandmate and gets off the phone and hangs up on Daria. So Jane, of course, is suspicious and Star 69's that shit and Daria picks up. And so Jane knows something's up with them.
1: And they made it very clear that it was Daria because then they had Quinn come in and say, Daria!
0: Yeah, well... I wish they had to do because you're right she had like kind of a pathetic little voice like when she answered she's like trent is that you is anyone there
1: yeah totally it was very like shakespearean mm-hmm.
0: so but also it's sort of like jane calm the fuck down if people are sneaking around and it's your birthday let them sneak around like they're doing that because it's your birthday dummy. and also
1: like i didn't you want them
0: to like get together like make up your fucking mind seriously I mean, but she didn't know it was Daria until she snooped. Right. But, but like what if it had been So it, they're only allowed
1: to get together if you know about it and you facilitated
0: it? Control freak. I mean, a lot of artists are control freaks so. though. Yeah, I
1: think that um I think if you can you know, find a way to control things, then maybe you could um not be so sad about the outcomes. What?
0: <laughs> what? Where am I? So then we we get some beats of Quinn kind of doubting whether she does you know whether she doesn't want to do the fashion show and it kind of pushes her over the edge when Sandy calls and explains that she and her mom Linda are going to do the show. And so then suddenly Quinn has a change of heart and is telling Helen she does want to do it. Yeah,
1: it basically the competitiveness lights a fire under Quinn's ass and it's no longer
0: a fashion show. It's now a competition. Which, to be honest, Quinn has never seemed more relatable to me than that moment. Yeah. Yep. When, when Helen's like, well, it isn't a competitive event. She's like, oh, it will be. <laughs> That's a good Quinn. Oh, it will be. Yeah, it was terrible. I, I am a, available for voice acting, just yeah. uh, in case anyone's wondering. I can do teenage girls that sound like this. I feel like my Helen was really good, and I got distracted by how good it sounded, and then just let go on the Quinn. I just gave it up. I got too confident. I get that. So Trent, having failed at calling Daria, shows up to their door. Jake answers and again assumes it's for Quinn, and Quinn comes up and is like, let's see if I got this. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, And then Jake's like, I'm sorry, man. You know how girls are. And then Trent's like, actually, I'm looking for Daria. And then comes in and gets interrogated by the parents because they assume that he's there to take her on a date. And like, how many holes do you have in your ears? And are you, you know, Daria says something about a band. Are you in school? Those sort of questions. Daria comes down and joins him. And then they head out to try to figure out what they're going to get for Janie. So now Quinn is a bit of a tyrant with her mother because now she knows that how Helen performs will reflect on her. So she doesn't let Helen have her coffee because it'll dry out her skin, which I would be very angry if someone was like forcibly trying to take away my coffee. Like you can't, that's not how it works. Like you can't, you have to wean someone off. <laughs> Brittany just took my coffee. That's okay. That's the second cup. So
1: wasn't that funny?
0: Yeah, it was hilarious. Physical humor that our listeners couldn't hear. I
1: mean, see. I tried to make the mug make make a little noise. Oh, well. So, well, Trent and Daria are trying to figure out what to get Jane. It's very odd. It's a, it, Trent says something to the effect of, yeah, I was just going to get her art supplies again, but I don't want to do that. And it's as if, like, he believes that Daria will have a better take on what Jane would want, but then he doesn't listen to Daria at all and they end up going to the guitar store.
0: Yeah. And she he just shows her something that he wants. It's a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> he also was like, you know, he's like, I don't want to get our art supplies, but I also don't want to get a CD or... Wow, you can just weave in and out of that. Yeah, it's. I mean, he lives inside me. Um, I've been, you know, often told that I remind people of Trent, so, um, and then he's like, and I can't go into a bookstore, which not hot, you know, it's kind of like Sandy too. Yeah. It's a similar register. And both of those voices I feel most comfortable with. Same. Or Tiffany. Ah, love a Tiffany.
1: Yeah. So then they decide. That for Jane's birthday, for Jane's birthday, Daria will get her belly button pierced.
0: I don't know if they decide it's a gift for Jane so much as they realize when they get to the piercing shop that there's a two-for-one deal, and Trent kind of peer pressures Daria into doing it. He's like, come on, Daria. Are we going to do this thing? You'd look really hot with this. And as soon as he says that, she's like,
1: Showing. But then... There's this woman that shows up that, like, seems very much more Trent style. Like, she's kind of like this alt chick. And that... Not, not... I know. The, world, well, the word alt has really taken been repurposed, a repurposed, yeah. Um, she's as like, has
0: the word Trump as a verb. Because I love that word as a verb. But I can't use it anymore. Because I don't want to assign any sense of positivity to that word. Right. So... There's this alternative-looking chick with, like, tattoos,
1: piercings. She very much seems more Trent-style. And uh, she comes in, and they start to talk, and they have, like, this very effortless banter. And I think Daria feels pretty dumb because she's getting this piercing because she felt pressured by this dude who is clearly maybe into someone else.
0: But also I think it's a moment of comparison and jealousy of like, oh, that's the type of girl that Trent's into, so I should try to be more like that girl. And and Trent makes a comment to this rocker chick about like, this is my kid sister's friend, Daria, which of course is humiliating to hear your crush say, but then he follows it up with, she's the coolest high school chick I know. Yeah, that's not a
1: crazy good compliment though.
0: No, but coming from Trent, Daria's into it. And then what really seals the deal is that he offers to hold her hand so that it doesn't hurt. And they look into each other's eyes, and then Daria doesn't even feel the pain. It works. Uh, How many piercings have you gotten in your lifetime? Including just like the the normie ones in my ears? Not everyone gets the normies. Right, but I'd say of piercings, they are the normie. I've only had four. And that uh, are they includes are they my belly button twice. Ew. So, Not just once, but twice. Yeah, because much like Daria later in that episode, mine closed up once. And then I re-pierced it, which is way worse the second time, turns out. Because you're going right through scar tissue.
1: Did you have like the dangly ones?
0: Sure did. Oh, God. And the fact that I got it twice really makes you reflect on how much you grow. Because that means that I liked having it enough to make that decision not once but two times I and it's sort of like who was i yeah, yeah yeah but also what am i doing now that in 10 to 15 years i'm gonna look back on and be like who was i to do that i mean i guess there's some relationships i've had in like the last couple of years that right. i'm already like what was i doing right yeah that's what friends are for to like help you realize in the moment what an idiot you're being and then you won't listen to them and then later you'll be like oh Turns out you were right. Shouldn't have gotten that uh, belly button ring. Shouldn't have dated that witch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about some tattoos
1: that I got, like the ones that I got when I was younger. I did have my lip pierced, and I got that done twice because once I just pulled it out, and then, was, and then I was like, actually, I want to go back to that. Some tattoos that I have, I've already gotten a tattoo covered up. Sorry, Paramore lyrics. We're- you just don't <laughs> rule my life anymore. <laughs>
0: I feel like we now have people in our social circle who are peripheral to Haley. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be really unusual to like for you to be in a social situation with her in the next one to two years. I'm not like a fortune teller, but I'm saying it could happen. And I don't know, you may there may come a time that you regret covering it up. I cover it up with a
1: different cover up of just Haley's face.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I um, we were comparing number of tattoos before we started this, and we're at I'm at nine, and Brittany's at fourteen.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I mean, if a cover up counts as whatever, and some are like a pair. Like I think my wrists don't count as one each. I think they're kind of like a pair.
0: But neither of us have has gotten a new one in a long time. It's like I don't know about you, but every single one that I've gotten, even the ones that were impulsive, were just like you just wait to be moved. Like, I don't, don't, I'm not really someone who like plots out. Like, I might never get another tattoo the rest of my life. But yeah, it's just been, I think the older I get too, the like less appealing different ideas are.
1: Yeah. And I think also as I'm getting older, I'm regretting some. Yeah, same. So it's hard to find one that I really. Think I will not regret, and, and
0: in this industry, when you have to be on screen, <laughs> exactly, it's hard to it's have just your a Chicago different... <laughs>
1: flag tattoo just waving in the waving in the wind of your arm.
0: Turns out, it's a character choice to have a massive lion tattoo on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> That's an archetype. Yeah. So Quinn is shopping with Helen and basically dresses Helen up like herself. Like she has Helen has this tiny crop top shirt with a. Um, sun on it and a mini skirt, and she. I'm gonna booked. say
1: that they went to rave.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of uh, tie dye, or not tie dye, but like a lot of patterns and flare jeans and. Um, Helen bumps into a coworker there who's there shopping with his daughter and she's humiliated. I
1: always find it weird when people say dress your age because like women for women that means something completely different than men, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that regardless though, Helen didn't feel comfortable in what she was wearing. So that affected how, you know, she was feeling in that moment, bumping in someone who's used to seeing her in like a powerful pantsuit.
1: Do you ever get scared that like you're not dressing your age? I think whenever I have, like, a backpack on, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm almost 30. Am I not allowed to wear backpacks anymore?
0: Yeah, I've had that same thought about backpacks. But now they have, like, fashion backpacks.
1: Right. But I also feel that way about Converse sometimes, too. It's like, oh, should I be wearing, like, a boot all the time?
0: Nah, you're good. In L.A., it's it's all i feel like there's the extended adolescence and style in la okay
1: cool because i just don't want to be like the 40 year old in like cargo shorts or something like i'm thinking of the male
0: version that's what friends are for okay good so daria just shows the belly button ring to jane and she immediately calls it out for what it is and says you did something stupid for a guy and daria realizes she's she's right Jody comes in and sees the belly button and is like, that's actually kind of cool, unless you did it for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really liked that these high school girls were already in that frame of mind. Totally. It's almost as if they, they were written by adults. Crazy. Jari's got to have that scar forever. Emotionally and physically. So, Trent's concert. And I think this is the first time we really get to see him perform a full song. Oh, and that's his present to Jane. Yeah, he writes a song. Which is kind of about like how impossible it is to buy her a present because of corporate greed and then descends into like a existential query about why are we all here.
1: Wait, is this the song that's like, Is anybody out there?
0: Yeah. Cool. I um, get that in my head stuck in my head sometimes. I think it's that one. Or like why are we here? I don't know. I mean all those questions feel kind of like synonyms of each other. <laughs> yeah. And then Quinn and Helen bomb the fashion show. They end up falling and Jake... Classic. Classic gag. And Jake is right there to capture it all. And Tiffany has hired a model as her mother. Brittany has her stepmother as a mother. So Quinn's realizing very quickly that the other girls are not playing by the rules. And it doesn't matter anyway because they fall and it gets captured on camera.
1: You know what's creepy? I think that Brittany's stepmom... Is hot. No, I think her name is like Ashley Amber.
0: Oh, it's like a version of your name. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Brittany Amber Ashley. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: If you ever have a stepdaughter named Brittany, that'll be weird too.
1: I wouldn't let that happen. I also don't think that people are naming their kids Brittany anymore. I think that phase is over.
0: It could come back around. They're
1: all named like Aryan. And
0: And like objects.
1: Yeah, like... uh, Or like...
0: Yeah, or I feel like there's a lot of especially like queer hipster people who are now like giving themselves their own names. Right. Like Adafer. Or like Clove. Yeah, sure. For example.
1: Book. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a kid out there named Book.
0: I kinda like the name Book. I know I know <laughs> a girl named Story, which I think is cute. Book. Sub so, Book just listen it, it, bookie it's a, it's a str- no I don't like bookie but book is a strong name anyone know anyone named book let us know I might actually suggest that name to my friend who is in labor right now cause book she, yeah because she really likes books <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of sicker sadder world and thank you Brittany for um, making it making it through yeah yeah I'm gonna go collapse on the
1: couch if you want to follow us, we are on Twitter
0: at Sickersadder. We have a website, sickersadderworld.com. And thanks to our Patreon supporters, we will be actually right after this episode, we will be making a schedule for the next round of things we're going to send y'all. So we will be talking to you soon.